Hey gang, well, coronavirus is raging around the U.S., but in our house, we've got the disease that America had in 2009, and that's Jason Mesnick fever. <laughs> I got a fever. <laughs> a Mesnick fever. <laughs> so, yeah, here's the deal. We are very bored. We have barely left the house for two weeks, so we decided to do a whole retro season of the podcast because we know y'all are social distancing you're stuck inside too so here's what's going to happen we're going to re-watch jason mesnick's season and the on reason netflix. yeah the reason we chose this one is because it was on netflix also because i love a hot dad with a backwards baseball cap oh i love it when he wears a backward baseball cap um and yeah I'm we're gonna yeah yeah scoot it scoot it to your needs i feel like should you have said something at the beginning of this that we're thinking about people out there that are being affected by the virus? Or, yeah. Nope, just jump just right in. Just a joke, yeah. Just jump right into the, the giggles. Well, we start with the giggles because laughter really is the best medicine. But in uh, all I... seriousness, we're not recording the pod to make light of anything that's going on. We know how bad all of this sucks. And how much worse it's going to get even in the days after we record this. It's what, uh, March 25th right. today? So We yeah. figure what the world needs now <laughs> most of all is a little here for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Trump actually tweeted that uh, listening to here for the wrong reasons can cure coronavirus. Yes. So, yeah. So go ahead and do that. Don't go to the hospital or anything. Just uh, listen to us. Number 14 on the podcast, Bachelor podcast, you need to listen to in 2020, by the way. We are getting up there. And y'all, the good news is we can do this from home all year long. This is, uh, we're working from home right now. We don't have to go and we don't need a fancy studio. Technically, I'm also teaching my four classes right now. (laughs) At this exact moment. Shout out to any of my freshmen who happen to be listening. (laughs) Maybe we could insert some content into this. Some uh, stuff that they need to learn. Insert some content. Yeah. That's all this pod is, no, is I mean, content. insert course content. Oh. Yeah, like some quick lessons in here. So this could double as like one of your lectures. We could just pop this up on your Canvas class. Well, they're working on their proposal essays right now. So I propose we get a move on. I propose that their proposal essays are about the best proposal on The Bachelor. It is... A shocking, shocking season. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's get into this. So I don't I imagine most of our listeners watched this a while ago. And what how we want to structure this is kind of like comparing this one, how it was to how it is now. We don't expect that everybody's going to go back and join us on this full journey. Although we do recommend it because really, what the fuck else do you have to do right now? You have nothing to do right now unless you're recovering from coronavirus and you're very ill and we... Hope you get better. Or you're learning TikTok dances. <laughs> also important. But you can listen to us at the same time. Okay, so you want to kick this off? I uh, My computer froze about 25 <laughs> minutes in, so I don't have my usual rigorous notes for the Do first 25 get, minutes. We got a few new reviews, Oh, yeah, yeah, reviews, right? right. Jesus Christ. Right, I know. Like Christ, I don't even have our uh, city pulled up. Right, that's the corona. <laughs> I got to uh, get... Cancel out of my episode of Invisibilia that I was listening to. Blah, blah, blah. It's Invisibilia. It's a NPR, nerdy NPR podcast. Okay, what do we got? We got a shout out to, As oh. As opposed to the real cool yeah, NPR podcast. Yeah, the super cool ones like Pop Culture Happy Hour. Or like the cool high school kids, <laughs> the popular kids making fun of all the nerd podcasts. <laughs> all right, we got an update review from Mary. Thank you, Mary. And we got a really nice one from Katie Joyner who said you guys are basically... And then uh, iTunes cuts it off for me, but it appears to say you guys are basically my cleaning buddies. Oh. It could say something totally different than that, but I'm going to use some context clues and do some close reading here and assume that's what it says. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, shout out to that. Um, some cities listen to us. Sorry, guys. I really was unprepared for this. Our kids have been home nonstop. This is uh, this is gonna be a cool laid back recording. Not like right? our usual rigorous recordings yeah. that we do. This one we're playing it fast and loose. That's right. Yeah, you can hear the rain outside right now. We mm-hmm. are in Alabama where they are 
we're supposedly under a tornado watch. Because Mother Nature just can't get enough of screwing around with us. Sorry, am I a little too close to you after this just salmon don't look dinner? look at me. I feel like you make eye contact with me, and I don't want to <laughs> look at you. It's awkward. One of the fun things about if we do this every week <laughs> is that you'll get to hear our marriage slowly fall apart just... under the strain of quarantine. Yeah. So that's going to be fun for the listener. Um, also, I predict an erratic schedule for this. Um, and at some point, we're going to run smack dab into listen to your heart. So yeah. I don't know what we're going to do about that. But right now, mostly for our own sanity and hopefully for yours, we're going to uh, cover uh, those halcyon days of a Jason Mesnick right after the financial crisis when things were simpler. It was a simpler time. Well, you know, one of the things that I was thinking as we were watching Jason, because I did watch this season, but I I don't really remember. We watched it together. Did we? Yeah. Were we yep. together then? It was 2009. This well, aired we in had 2009. Been together for like a year. How long? We were engaged at the point. <laughs> <laughs> we were engaged to be oh, wed. Yeah, we've been married. We and we watched this when we yeah. were engaged. Oh yeah, we watched this one together because I very much remember the after the final rose. I feel like that's all I remember about this. You didn't act like you remembered anything about it. No, I did. I mean, because when they showed Melissa, I was like, oh, there she is. Well, yeah, because you know who she is. Because I know who she is because she's the, well, I mean, we are not going to spoil the season from 13 <laughs> Well, just years a heads ago. up that, yes, this will contain spoiler alerts. Yeah, right. We assume everybody knows what happens, especially the big after the final rose ending. That's what I was going to say is Mesnick was really one of the first, like, rule breakers. Like, mm-hmm. actually, when Chris Harrison said the most dramatic ending ever, it, it was. It actually was. Instead of, like, uh, the one we just had that was like, eh, I don't really know what I want. We'll see. Maybe I want you. Maybe I want you. Never mind. We're going to break up. Yes, uh, a shout-out to the uh, recently departed... God, I forget these things so quickly. What was the name of the last asshole that was The Bachelor three weeks Peter? ago? Peter, yeah. How much have you had to drink? Yeah, Peter and... Uh, Maddie? And Maddie. Are you fucking kidding me right yeah. now? It hasn't even been three weeks. Oh, I know. This is, it feels like it's been, it's been 84 <laughs> years. Yeah, so they lasted all of two days. Which I found very disappointing, obviously, just because we wanted Barb to really have to eat it. Yeah, now, you posted on Twitter something that I mostly agree with, which is that... And your Twitter game has been on fire lately, by the way. Um, But you said that Barb... And we both said this earlier, that Barb should have just stayed quiet and they would have broken up. They definitely would have broken up, but don't you think Barb was, like, the reason they broke up two days later? As opposed to, like, six months later was that Peter was such a wuss about um, it? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess the only people that know that are Pilot Pete and, uh... And old Maddie. Old, old Maddie the Virgin. Auburn Maddie, yeah. Um, I don't know, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I guess that. we'll never know. I also would have never guessed that Colton and Cassie would still be together and she's nursing him back to health at her parents' house. <laughs> yeah, she, I don't mean to laugh that Colton has coronavirus. It's very serious. He One does of our have coronavirus. <laughs> it strikes even Bachelor Nation. <laughs> and the Bachelorette shutting down production. This is getting serious. That's, well, they had to because it was Claire. So she's like she's in the risk 50% zone. more yeah. likely to get it than the rest <laughs> of us. And Claire is so old, so she wouldn't be able to recover like a normal youthful person. <laughs> Colton will be fine, but... My uh, lungs. <laughs> I never should have gone to that retirement home. You know what? Uh, I bet they'd have just put the kibosh on for good. Par- paradise? No. Well, they should. But no, that show about old people for The Bachelor. Oh, they're yeah. Like, Do you know a senior citizen? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's nope, not going to get... they're all dead. That's not going to last. Because of Generation Z. Yeah, because Generation Z wouldn't social distance. Social distance yourselves, guys. We know our fans are being responsible, but some of them are not. Some folks out there are still not social distancing themselves. So that's the update. Yeah. Colton has the Rona. Yeah. Peter, Peter and Maddie have broken up. Did you see that super obnoxious um, Instagram video of Peter dancing with Barb and saying, if I'm half the parent that my mom is? Oh, God. It yeah. was super terrible. If there's one woman I could be with, it's my mom. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's hot. 
Um, then Blake posted a video of him swing dancing with his sister. Ugh, yeah. I guess that's what happens when these people are quarantined with their families. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's just do The Bachelor at our house. I feel like it's like when, um, when our dog, we have a rat terrier named Baxter. You usually We've hear Ella. Him. Well, but I feel like Ella gets more attention because sure. she's usually the one causing a commotion. Jingle jangling. But Baxter, especially when he was a lot younger, was bit of a horn dog and he would like find another dog like if we were staying with my parents he would go up to one of my parents dogs and like hump them but Mm -hmm. then we have a bunch of video footage of him like he would move away and like he would still be humping humping the air in the air and i feel like that might be what it's like as a bachelor person right just like you're so used to just humping everything swing dancing as a mode of hit on of like sexual release yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mailman comes up and you're like hey want to swing dance yeah okay um but yeah anyway let's get into it yeah jason mm-hmm. single dad from seattle yeah so he got his heart broken i don't think we watched this so he proposed, or I didn't, to Deanna. I did not watch Deanna. I think it's Deanna. Deanna, okay. Because I've always thought of it in my head as Deanna, and when we watched it in the show, uh, I remember okay. thinking, I've been thinking that wrong. I've been wrong all these years. So yeah. Deanna, I remember I started watching her season, and I got super annoyed with her, because um, she would always like yell at the guys and be like, do you think I don't know how hard this is? I've been in your shoes. Um, so I got annoyed with her and stopped watching. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so she broke his heart. She did the classic thing that a lot of them do, which is let him propose and then be like, yeah, I'm going to let you finish, but um, I'm not going to marry you. And then in the After the Rose, Jason asks heartbreakingly, why did you let me get on one knee? Much like Nick Vial's, why did you let me make love to you? Why did you make love to me? <laughs> and um, she's like, I just got so caught up in the moment. But then he's a real gentleman about it. And it really seemed like at that time that America was like, we love you. I mean, someone even yelled out, we love you, Jason. No, I, if I can speak as the voice of America. You can. In 2009. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um... I remember being like, why the fuck is this lame single dad The Bachelor? Okay, well, let's get straight to this issue. Do you find him attractive? So, let me say this, because I have in my notes, which you can look at uh-huh. since your I do computer need to look, yeah. did not have yours. Uh, gym footage, I feel like he's a lot hotter than I remember, period. Good bod. He did, I actually wrote that down, he's too. He's a lot more ripped than I remember. Like, yep. his body is good. Mm-hmm. I just have not... I don't think that he's that... He's a... Tra- so, I feel like he's one of the characters, and we've talked about... What? Not characters. Um, he's one of People. the contestants that we've talked about on the show where it's like, well, clearly you're more attractive than me. Like, if I saw you in real life, right. I would think you were really attractive. But as, like, the lead Are on the reality TV show... Are you Yeah. Right. Are you, like, Colton Underwood, just, like, classically good-looking, like, right. punk hot? No. Yeah. And that's not, like, I don't even... I'm not attracted to Colton either, you know? But, uh-huh. but um, he is... You can look at him and be, like, empirically... Yes. He is, like, what people consider to be attractive. I think in the line of Bachelors, Jason would... For me, be pretty far to the bottom of the stack okay. in terms of just like attraction. Well, but what you're saying though is with his good bod, he's kind of a butt his face. <laughs> Not a butter face, but a butt his face. Yeah, he's a butt. Yeah. <laughs> I like all of him, but his face. He's, not, he's a <laughs> ma- He's a manet because he's a man. <laughs> um, I also might be colored by just I remember getting through this season and also not liking his personality yeah and that then made him not attractive to me so like the opposite happened with Colton where I actually found myself liking him as Mm -hmm. the lead and then I was like oh he's kind of cute I think I'll have a sex dream about him (laughs) don't mind if I do um and I've, I'll be interested as we watch this show on Netflix to see, because I can't even really pinpoint, I don't remember anything specific that I was like, oh, I just remember thinking that he was kind of smug 
and like a little schmarmy. And just that he seemed to think a lot of himself for like a single dad living in Seattle with a kid named Ty. And a brother named, what's the brother's name? Larry? Larry. Yeah, yeah. Larry comes to California too to take care of Ty. <laughs> yeah, so I have some general observations along these lines, okay. which is with all the women, like the women actually are kind of what we talked about wanting, which is like, there's some eights and not, you know, like they're not all Instagram influencer hawks. Oh, I feel like that's one of the biggest differences that stood out to me is just the, the general level of attraction. And that, you know, it wasn't that long ago. No. I mean, well, one of the things what I, what year is it? It's 2020. So <laughs> yeah, it was so 11 years ago. Right. Nine years ago. 11 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Some basic, as we've been doing math with our daughter, she's screwed. Um, yeah, the level of attraction was down. The general, I don't know if it's because it's on Netflix or if technology's improved that much, but I thought some of the video quality looked like shit. Yes, definitely. One of the other things that I noticed that felt different is just it felt more scripted. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that, like, I feel like the season still feels, it feels very produced now in that, like, drama happens that you're like okay this was manufactured by a producer but literal like lines that they would say to the camera i'm like this girl did not come up with that on her own in like it just season. felt literally scripted yeah. yes in jason's yeah. season in a way that like i really actually don't think happens that much in the season now uh-huh their their hand is it well it just felt like glossier right not glossier because it looked bad but like like it was just kind of humming along like there wasn't any like of the like sort of throat lobbing a grenade into the room to see what happens except for when they lob a vote ballot box yeah into the room and see what happens okay so i have one of the other big differences that i noticed the girls have actual jobs yes they have actual jobs for teachers yeah well, this is what you, we, you know, the joke that we've made was like dental hygienists used to be like this sort of like mid-range career for these people. And now if you're a dental hygienist on The Bachelor, you're like doing amazing for yourself. But yeah, they all had like jobs. They seemed to have lives that weren't just like hawking stuff on Instagram. So yeah, I thought that was noticeable. Um, the candidates were significantly whiter than even the yeah, white Yeah, there's like one Asian now. girl. Yeah, and that's Maybe, it. Maybe, uh, was there an African-American? I don't recall. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't believe so. I think there was just the one <clears throat> Asian. Right. Um, all right. So we get some, are we ready to jump yeah, into the let's episode? let's dive in. Yeah, Seattle 17 footage. minutes in. Yep. We get, uh, Jason pointing out the space needle. <laughs> Not just randomly, but to tie, but still it's like, there's the space needle, tie. Well, it must be nice. You know who I bet has been to the space needle, tie. Sure. You know yeah. who hasn't? Who has two thumbs and has never <laughs> been to the space needle? This guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm, we've only been to Seattle like been dragging 17 me out times. there for yep. what, what did you say, 11 years now? How long? Well, we've been together, what, 13 years, Is something that right? like that. Yeah. Man. Oh, well, this will be 14 years that we've been together this August. Double that for this quarantine. Okay. <laughs> Each week is like a year. Um, yeah, so Ty's been up there. That's nice. Um, yeah, Jason brings his brother Larry. And they're set up in uh, a house, right? Yeah. So is this the usual house? I don't think use? so because I don't ever remember seeing this house before. It's like a weird, like rancher kind of. Yeah. House. Right. With like a play set out back. Well, I feel like maybe they. I mean, obviously they did that because Ty. Is sure. Right there. Yeah. And Larry. There's the, Larry <laughs> loves a slide. Larry loves hitting the swing set. Um, Harrison shows up looking like a fucking eight-year-old. See, you and I have difference of opinion on this. I didn't think he looked that much younger. I thought he looked so young. Here's the difference, though, for me. Harrison actually has a fucking job this season. Like, he's around. You know, like, so well, he first and... first of all, I'll say, you don't know that. We have not watched the whole season. Sure. But he's done more in this first episode than I think he did in the entirety of the last season, except for when he went to Maddie's house and dragged her back on the show. 
But, like, there's an opening segment where he and Jason talk for a long time. Yeah. And then there's that segment that they got rid of where they, like, look at pictures of the girls. Yeah. And, like, contemplate them. I always like that because they have all of their pictures hung up. Right. And he has to, like, it's shake like them Harrison over. Like, like, here's your Sharpie. <laughs> here's a dart. Throw it. Yeah, so um, they, he yeah, did that? No, he was. He was. Well, you and I have talked about that with other seasons. Like, Harrison has become been... Becoming less and less of a presence in the show. And I don't know. I don't know what it's about. He's too busy banging his bachelor journalist girlfriend to be on the show anymore. Wow. Yeah. So there's something else they did that they don't do anymore that I liked. You tell me how you feel about this. They showed the girls meeting up at the hotel to get in the limo. I actually kind of liked it. I mean, I feel like it was fine. Why did you like it? I just feel like... like an extra 10 seconds. Well, but it was them, like, sizing each other up and, like, talking, feeling things out for the first time. I just feel like it seems now like they're just ferrying these women in from nowhere. Yeah. You know? Well, you can tell that there's, like, um, just a different division of time. Mm-hmm. Because they did stuff like that. Like, they spent a little time um, introducing you to some some of the girls Ahead of time, but I noticed with a lot of them, they don't even give the names. Yeah. Like, you just get kind of... What it looked like you were getting was clips of their, like, um, application video. Yeah, right. Um, Which I actually like that idea no, of showing their application. Like, what was it about these people in their application video that mm-hmm. you found, like, interesting or charming, mm-hmm. you know? I actually think they should just put those all up, like, on the internet. Um. So... I think in my notes right now, I'm in the application video stuff still. Uh-huh. So we yeah. get like the dental hygienist mm-hmm. who says, I'm a tooth Nazi. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because I have on here, they show some of the girls, but we did not get their names until we saw Jillian. And I, please stop fidgeting with that. Uh-huh. Yep. I forgot that Jillian was on this season. Right. Well, one of the things I was going to say was, so few of these people become bachelor staples. It's like Jillian, Melissa, Molly, and Jason are the only like names right. from this season because they didn't have anywhere to go after this. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I had forgotten Jillian was on this season too. Um, and I couldn't remember why she like I think the reason why I forgot that she was on there was because, you know, Melissa was never the bachelorette. Right. She went from getting rejected to, like, hosting an E! show And or being something. on Dancing with right. the Stars. But she wasn't... Right? She wasn't ever the Bachelorette. I don't believe she was. I think it went to Jillian next. As, like, third runner-up. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that was probably, like, Ashley or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jillian's here. She says, cute little Canadian girl's coming. Uh, we have a mom named Stacia. Is this the one? Who's the one whose husband died in the plane crash? That is that her? Is Stephanie. Okay. She is, is from Huntsville. Oh, she's the one. Did you even watch it? Yeah. We talked. We I didn't realize that she we she looked at her picture. I didn't realize that she was the one. I didn't put it all together till right this moment. How is that possible? When Just she because. shows up on the screen and it says Stephanie, 34, Huntsville. You know, it was probably in my really good notes that got eaten <laughs> by the computer. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Won't you carry this? Won't you take this from here? I don't have any notes. <laughs> you still have to watch the show. I was I was paying attention. I remembered that her husband died in you the plane You didn't know crash. that that was the woman from Huntsville? Somehow that escaped my attention, oh, even though we specifically Lord. talked about it. Um, about her being from Huntsville before we watched the episode. And she takes and her kid out to the front yard where there's a cross, and she says, <laughs> she's like, in Huntsville, and she's... But they are, there's not like the rocket in the background. No, but first of all, she has a super thick southern accent. Right. And we had already said, okay, that's the woman from Huntsville because my friends, shout out Jennifer, Lance, I don't think you listen to the pod, but if you do, shout out Lance. They've like, they ran into her at the bar that one night. I remember hearing about that. Oh my Lord. Yeah. 
I just you see what Anna has to put up with so day in and day she, out in this quarantine. Well, because in her little bit, she's out in her front yard. It says Stephanie thirty four Huntsville, and then she's like, "This city was founded in eighteen oh five, but Von Braun really brought it to life when he was a Nazi brought over after the war." <laughs> she says. She, like, has her kid with her, and there's a cross, and she says, we keep this as a tribute to her daddy, who was tragically killed in a plane crash. Uh, you know what? I think I was paying attention to the tragically killed in the plane crash part. We say that daddy took a flight to heaven. See, I remember mm-hmm. all of that. I just didn't just put two and two together. The lady from I was paying attention to the tragic death of her husband. Not how it pertains to me. Uh-huh. I'm not sort of self-absorbed well like that. listen if that first of all that's also like a page down in my notes so okay. if you don't have any notes uh don't jump in and try to direct the podcast <laughs> <laughs> all right why don't i follow your lead well let's talk about dominique i will talk about dominique she's from a little town in pennsylvania she's from a depressed area of yes pennsylvania. I, I related to that now let's find out how much you know about these ladies without your okay notes. she um said a lot of guys can't even afford the 350 for the matinee <laughs> <laughs> she was like a cartoon character that i could not play yeah one of the voice twins i had for her was maybe Kristen shawl who is uh, who Hazel is. on 30 Rock, that super annoying, and like oh, the woman yeah. from um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Man on Earth. So I thought maybe her. Um, I also yeah. thought she looked like a young Joan Cusack. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So see, I remembered that. I, I related to the being from a de- or having a connection to a depressed town in Pennsylvania. We've done that. All right. Yeah. 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 She said a guy took her to visit Amish country on a date, which we did as a date when yeah. we lived there. It was great. We had and a wonderful time. And then we visited time. the Altoona Curve. <laughs> we, we, um, we ate a bunch of scrapple. We went to that Amish store that a week later burned down. And oh, Remember right. they had to use your blog photos yes, for like insurance purposes. That's right. Yeah. And then we would uh, we would work out at the gym downtown called uh, the building the two. building the not the building the building mm. two that all they had were like triangle <laughs> body weights and one of those things that you wrap around yourself and it goes. <laughs> Oh, all right. So Dominique mostly just wants to get out of depressed Pennsylvania. Same, Dominique. Uh, we get a boob shot of Melissa. Oh, yeah. Like a really... I, oh, oh, this you that, Yeah, that was yeah. in my notes. Yeah, well, they were like, I'm a cheerleader. And then like, broop. <laughs> <laughs> then what did they do? Broop. <laughs> I mean, it was just fairly gratuitous. Yeah. <laughs> to, to say the least. Um, Nikki is there. She is Miss Illinois, here to prove that pageant girls have always been a part of the franchise. Yeah, I noticed that, too, in terms of, like, because I thought, like, they had really been going to that well a lot lately. Well, but, they have. Yeah, but still, there was a t- there's always been a pageant queen. The more things change, the more they stay the same. But there's one constant in this world. Uh, Crazy Renee is there. With the vision boards. Yes, she was whispering to her pug, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. And then she shows us her vision boards, which you remembered. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that was actually one of the few things. We'll see what else I remember. But I remembered that from the first time we watched that because it was so funny, crazy. She gets cut. Yeah. Like she was only in this first episode. Yeah, no. Well, I guess those vision boards aren't working out. Though later <laughs> she insists. She's like, She's like, I had a vision about this they, too. <laughs> I wrote cut from The Bachelor on my vision board. This was around the time that The Secret was really big, right? Because that's basically what she's alluding to. Is like you put what you want in the universe. The secret was after that. Okay. Because that's the same idea, right? It's like you tell the universe what you want and just magically somehow it happens. Feel good. Change your life. Yep. Right. You just put it on a vision board and that's all it takes. Man, 3.7. Originally published 2006. Okay. So yeah. So right about the time when the nation was full of uh, secret, secret design. (laughs) Um, yeah, we got a wedding coordinator, Jackie. We have Stephanie from Huntsville, although mm-hmm. Ryan can tell you all about that. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, uh, we get a clip of her 
I guess, video application, and she's doing, like, a Legally Blonde, like, pool interview. (laughs) (laughs) I object. (laughs) How, they must have gotten a lot of videos like that. Yeah. After, well, I guess this show was always post-Legally Blonde, but, yeah, I think they must, but I did enjoy that. Was she the one who was like, I'm hot? Like, who's just blatantly like, I'm hot and I know it. Um, I can't remember. Nah, I don't know. If only I had my notes. She's the they were one so good. Who thought that he that he was going to give her the first impression rose because it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. Right, right. All right. So then we get a shower shot of Jason. Yeah, reminiscent of Colt, or I guess Colton is reminiscent of that. We'll see how many shower shots God we is get. Not in. there. <laughs> the Lord, he, the God wasn't doing that kind of thing back then. God's really kind of changed his tactics. Yeah, lately. You know, in uh, in the 2010s. <laughs> um, the girls are meeting up and they get into the limos mm-hmm. and they're all just talking about how beautiful Jason oh, is. Oh, he's so hot. His smile. One girl says, when he wears a backwards baseball cap, aye, aye, aye. Don't you just love it when a man wears a backwards baseball mm-hmm. cap? Especially mm-hmm. Jason Mesnick. If there's someone who can pull off, pull off a backwards ball cap, it's Jason Mesnick. So then Harrison comes and does a little pre-show chat with Jason. Right. Mm-hmm. And Harrison's, uh, he's a straight shooter in this episode. He says, <laughs> I know what you're going to talk about. He says, obviously, you haven't been so lucky in love. <laughs> obviously, you're a real loser. Huh? <laughs> he goes, divorced once, then Deanna. <laughs> and then he just says, what happened? <laughs> Not messing around, Harrison. Yeah, telling it like it is. And Jason says he just remembers standing there in the Bahamas uh, going, what happened? Why me? Uh, I have in my notes here that I should make a fire festival joke, but I don't have it. Oh, but that was, that's enough. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, I remember him saying, like, Second time I propose, this one's going to be... Oh, no, third time, this one's going to be it. No, Harrison says the hope here is that the third time's the charm. Yeah, spoiler alert, gang. It's not. Well, it is. Well... It's not. All right, fourth time's the charm. Fourth time's the charm, yeah. But, well, no, I guess he did propose to Deanna. Yeah. So, yeah, fourth time. Fourth fourth time's the charm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's fine. It took a while, big guy, but they're still together, right? Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. hasty Googling suggested Living that they out were still in a Seattle. couple. Yeah, we they should see like, them next time we go kids. out. We can meet them at the Maybe Space Needle. Maybe we can go to the Space Needle together. Maybe. Let's not get too crazy here. <laughs> Why am I taking you to the Space Needle when we go to Seattle? Nobody does that. How about you go to uh, the Woodfire Pizza Place <laughs> out in Mill Creek? <laughs> Everybody sees the you Space Needle. You go to uh, Purple in Woodenville. Only a few select people have driven by the sub sandwich shop that Ryan worked at. Port of Subs, yeah. Mill Creek. Yeah. Um, delicious subs. Go check it out. Yeah, they should. I wonder. I hope we're still getting KY ads. That's really why we're doing this is to... Why? Uh, what is the... What's the segue? Well, I was going to say here? maybe Porta Subs can be our advertiser. <laughs> you should reach out to yeah, them. Yeah, see if they'll uh, advertise in this. Um, but when that yeah, got I'm me thinking sure about... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're looking to do a bunch of like advertising. Yeah, on a ra- somewhat racy part. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't come to our restaurant because you can't. <laughs> well, and that got me thinking like our ads can never... It was a long chain of thought in my mind. Um but if there's one business that's got to be doing well during this shutdown, it's Corona or it's a uh, KY. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Sure. Yeah. yeah. KY is doing better maybe. than ever. I mean, maybe yeah. not. Social distancing. Yeah. yeah get am into, I right? Yeah. Get into bed after 12, 14 hours together. And yeah. It's the I'm fireworks. Cool. It's not I'm hot good. and heavy. Yeah. Put the KY away. <laughs> <laughs> we love KY by KY. Um. Yeah, for those of you that are faring better in the quarantine than us. Please purchase the products that advertise with us. Uh, Yeah, so one thing that obviously struck me as being totally different is we literally get zero uh, gimmicks in the introductions of the girls. Yeah, we get one minor gimmick at the end when the girl puts the teeth in. And then she's like, I like to be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm funny goes, like does, that. Does, <laughs> I 
Jason. I try to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, Shannon. He, here was my reaction to the limos. These entrances are excruciatingly awkward. Oh, no. See, I thought the opposite. I was like, thank you. Like, I think that the gimmicks are awkward. I mean, it's going to be awkward anyway, but they all just come out and they're like, hey, hi, I'm Stephanie. I'm 34. I'm from Huntsville. Nice to meet you. I don't remember and her then, saying she's from Huntsville. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she said that. And then they'll say like, you you know, he'll say, well, you look really nice. And then they're like, you're gorgeous. Well, I hope to talk to you inside. Well, but like some of the conversations are, so for instance, I have my notes, Jason and Naomi talk about how they were both the first person out of the second limo on their season. I like that though, because he's like, oh, second limo, first person. That was where I was. <laughs> I liked it. I would rather see somebody dressed as fucking Gumby or riding an elephant <laughs> in or something. No, yeah. I felt I was absolutely charmed by... Going back to the basics. Interesting. Just introduce yeah. yourself. Like, to me, I felt like the girls that tried to do more, they were the awkward ones. Like that one girl, um, Sharon, who's a teacher, she, like attempts to do some sort of salsa move. And it just is like, Falls what flat. are you doing, yeah. Sharon? Yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. It's just like, there's no way to make this like unawkward. Well, no, there isn't. And so that's why I think my take on it is like just introduce yourself and move on and then we can all get to know each other inside the mansion. Okay. I mean, I get that. I just thought like the conversations were like the kind of mundane thing that I like I feel like this is the same kind of awkward small talk that I would make with someone. And I don't want to watch that on television. But see, no, I disagree. I do. Like I think that one of the things that that the show used to do well that it's got it's gotten too much about i mean it's what you and i have talked about like it's a it's a weird kind of manufactured show and drama like i like you know the fact that none of these girls know each other and they're they all are nor- relatively normal looking and they're going to go on normal dates. Like, I think that it's become a parody of itself sure. in yeah. these most recent seasons. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. Like, it's uh, so over the top. And it here's the thing that I felt watching this first episode was like, you actually kind of feel... Like, maybe someone could actually find romance in this That's scenario. what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, it actually feels like a dating a dating show where you're like, yeah, sure, someone could meet someone here. Right. Yeah, it doesn't feel like they're all there Versus, to like, hawk a launch their... pad to a million other things. Like, yeah. hawking your Instagram stuff or getting on some other TV show or just becoming, like, a meme for a week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I did. So there was there was a lot of charm to this. And most of it I thought was fine. I just felt like those conversations were kind of awkward. And maybe that's just me remembering some awkward small talk with people over and over again in my life. Like, and now this is just me on television. But I would argue that it's like that's a part of meeting someone is awkwardly introducing yourself and making like a weird thing of small you know like yeah yeah. i don't know i just didn't mind it yeah i mean maybe jason should have talked more about how he has high cholesterol that could have been kind (laughs) of his opening gambit yeah (laughs) (laughs) that yeah all right all right so let's kicked in yep my notes have kicked in all right yeah that's why i had the thing about the second Limo, first person. Yeah. Oh, I have at one point Harrison sneaks up on Jason and scares him. (laughs) A younger Harrison was a little bit quieter. Now his joints are too creaky to do that. Um, Also, Nikki, when she comes in, says she wore orange because Ty said that was his favorite color. Yeah. But that was like three months ago. He hates orange now. Yeah. Yeah, he's what, four? I mean, a four-year-old, you cannot trust their opinions to be consistent for more than four or five minutes. Also, Nikki asks, how are you? How's Ty? Which I feel like <laughs> must just be so weird. Like, right. For just this random stranger to be like, hey, how's Lila? I would be like... 
I mean, I get it. Well, we get into that later where with Shannon, Shannon with the monster teeth. Yeah, where she like knows she's everything. Like, How's your brother Larry? He's right. dating a Shannon too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, With your brother Larry, like, in five days from now, he's going to marry young MC. Best friend Harry has a brother Larry. In five days from now, he's going to marry. He's hoping you can make it there if you can, because in the ceremony, you'll be the best man. <laughs> the withering look. <laughs> <laughs> She yeah. also says that the way that she knew that information was because she <laughs> checked his MySpace page. That's so great. And I would like oh, to say man. that back in graduate school, uh, Ryan Weber was all about the MySpace. Oh, yeah. And all I had to like coerce yep. him to get on Facebook because he thought MySpace was so much cooler. I bought all that MySpace stock. You might as well have. Yeah. You held out for a long time. I did. Thinking that MySpace was going to be the one that lasted. Well, Tom cared about me in a way that Zuckerberg never did. Mm-hmm. Me and Tom were friends. Douche. What, Tom? Or me? You. Oh, okay. I was going to say, don't you say anything bad about Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, actually, I feel like one of Tom's downfalls is that he wasn't like enough of a douche tech bro. Maybe that's based on nothing but that picture of him sitting at the computer. What are you talking about? Yeah. What? And I have nothing to back that up at all. What's I Tom's just, last name? I, no yeah. one cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the dog wants to get out. Do you want to? Let's, let's pop some summer place right in here. That was Baxter Dog barking, by the way, wanting to make his presence felt. Uh, Yeah, so where are we going from here? Um, One of the things that I wanted to comment on from the inside the mansion part of this was there was a lot of him sitting and talking with the women in groups. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. And then when like one, when the first woman, like 20 minutes in, I mean, it takes a while. Yeah. Um, decides to like take him away for one-on-one time, a lot of the other women are like, can we do that? Is that even allowed? (laughs) Right. There's not, there's a little bit of the stealing back and forth. But they all seem like actually apologetic and like really unsure about whether or not they're even allowed to do that. Yeah. Whether they can do it. Yeah. Well, there's the, uh, what is it? Raquel takes him out to dance and then Molly of all people cuts in. And dances with him. Yeah. So there's that little well, awkward scene. Well, yeah, and I want to say, too, I mean, there are a couple of people that we didn't talk about in the intros. There is a scary lacrosse coach, and I don't even have her name. Do you know what her name mm-hmm. is? But she has a 14-month-old. Oh, she's, it's Megan, because she's the one that all the girls, spoiler alert, but we'll talk about this in a second. She's the one that they vote out. Yeah, right, right. Um, She has a 14-month-old. Yeah, no, I, you're this, the outrage is of leaving the child. Yes. Yes, to go yeah, on yeah. a reality show with a, the, yeah, you know, no, a 14 of course. Month yeah. Well, why are you looking at me like that? No, I just thought there was, I'm looking at you with incredulity about the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then um, Julie is one of the teachers, and she tells them that she's an elementary school teacher. And she says, I have 17 little ones right now that are probably missing me. Like, yeah, Julie, no <laughs> yeah, shit. That's left your, your job. Classroom. Like, imagine if our daughter's teacher just left for right. like one week to three months and to be like, on I'm the bachelor. Going on the bachelor. Right. Well, somebody else quit their job. She over was a this. teacher too. Yeah. Um, it's the, she was another salsa Sharon. dancer. Yeah. Sharon was her name. A, All these high salsa school dancers. Spanish teacher who says, yeah. That she resigned from her job to come there because she doesn't like to live with regrets. Oh, yeah, you're going to be uh, regretting this one. Yeah, Sharon. too bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what else do we want to say about this whole situation? Um, yeah, I mean, oh, can we talk about the girl that reads her poem? Yes, Carrie. Love at first sight. <laughs> yeah, did you, I caught some lines from this. Have you ever heard of love at first sight when your heart is pounding that very first night? What a fright. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, 
another woman named Nicole is just sitting there listening to this whole thing. And it's she also says, I was so uncomfortable. It's also a very long poem. Yeah. For this situation, like she should have cut that in half. She should have workshop. Should have made it a haiku. Yeah. Absolutely. Or a limerick. Something. He says, you are very talented. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jillian is following through with her gimmick. Yes. Because she told him when she ex- when she leaves the limo and she introduces herself that she has a hot dog theory. And she says, come find me inside because I need to know what your favorite hot dog topping is. How can you resist it? Uh, I mean, intro- I like it. Yeah. How can you resist a theory? Too? Yeah. No. I okay. So I wanted to talk to you about this. Let's unravel the ketchup theory or okay. the, the hot dog theory. So we go into the kitchen and Jillian's there. Like cooking, cooking up hot up dogs, wieners. yeah, yeah. <laughs> roasting a and bunch, a of, bunch wieners. of the girls are eating the hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, "Here's the uh, sort of taxonomy of uh, hot dog eaters." So ketchup guy is the honest, like straight shooter guy who loves his mom, kind of reliable but boring, right? Good, strong, loving guy. Yeah, sauerkraut ketchup guy is like Colton. Yeah, sauerkraut guy is the bad boy. That all the women go for. Jed. No, it would be the bad guy. Like uh, Juan Pablo. Oh, yeah, okay. He's a sauerkraut guy, yeah, I think. Yeah, good. Um, onion guy is the guy that never gets married, but that everybody wants. Well, see, how's that different from sauerkraut Because sauerkraut guy, like, onion guy is afraid of commitment, I think, and bad boy is, like, too much of a player. That's Isn't what that the I same think. thing? No, because I think that the onion guy, it's not necessarily like that he's bouncing from woman to woman. As, and I'm putting words in Jillian's mouth here. We need to tweet like at her dogs. and get yeah, her to clarify this. To explain this, this whole theory. <laughs> Excuse me, Jillian. <laughs> <laughs> in 2009, you elaborated quite the hot dog theory. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll tweet at her and we'll see if we get a response. Um, but yeah, my thought was that onion guy is like, he's the guy that like, Two months in, or like a year and a half into the relationship, and like, are you gonna propose? Are you gonna propose? So, sauerkraut guy is Juan Pablo, who's Onion Guy? I don't know in, a, in the bachelor world who Onion Guy is. Somebody who like just can't, maybe like a Nick oh, Vial. Oh, like, or Nick Vial or um, Dean? Yeah. Paradise Dean? Yeah. Dean, I, I I think that's good. Actually, that's really good because, like, Dean is kind of a player, but he's really just, like, a man boy. You know, like, that's what I mean. Like, he can't. Okay. He can't commit. Now, Mustard Guy. Half ketchup, half sauerkraut. I don't quite get how that turns into mustard, but <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy you want to marry because he's not as boring as ketchup guy, but he is uh, not as unpredictable as sauerkraut guy is. Tyler C. Yeah. That's your Tyler yeah. C right there. Now, I'm going to just go ahead and say, to no one's surprise, I am a ketchup person myself. You are ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. Reliable boy. Actually, do they have, like, a mayonnaise option? Well, actually, the option for you would just be a plain hot dog. I like you ketchup. You hate condiments. On, I like How ketchup on my hot dogs. How do you put condiments on your hot dogs and not on your sandwiches? Because you don't put ketchup on a sandwich. I like ketchup. I don't care to. Would you put ketchup on a turkey sandwich? I might. Well, maybe if I were give in a it a try. I would put it on a bologna sandwich. I don't like a bologna sandwich. Well. Yeah. I don't care generally for condiments, but I like ketchup on a hamburger or a hot dog. I mean, when I really want to get I spicy. I hate Kevin Bacon, but I love Footloose. <laughs> Shrimp and pogo sticks. My mind takes me back there, oh so quick. Let you off the hook like my man, Mr. Limpin. Think about that summer in our bug, cause I miss it. Like the color purple macaroni and cheese. Ruby red slippers in a bunch of trees. New kids on the block had a bunch of tits. <laughs> Chinese food makes me sick. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Steal your honey like I stole your bike. What do you make of this theory? Do you think that it is? I think it's got. I think it's got teeth. I think that it's time for an academic study to be run about this. So, because here's my problem with their theory, though: there are married men who eat sauerkraut on their hot dogs, right? I like sauerkraut. But I'm saying, like, there's there maybe there are exceptions that prove the rule. But uh, the statistics on this, we really get Robin. This is what you can do during the quarantine. Do some research, maybe a sample size of 10,000 men. 
I'd say. Find out what hot dog topping they like and their entire relationship history and then write it into an academic article for us, please. Um, I did I'm going to think... be first author. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I need that to get to full professor. <laughs> I did think that it was funny, though. Like, I oh, think yeah. Jillian's funny, and she was funny, too, because she said, my mom told me, please don't talk about the hot dogs. <laughs> right. No, regardless of the I feel like it would be like the if theory. I went on the show and my mom would be like, don't talk about the peanut butter. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd be talking please about Please don't right. tell him your family feud screenplay idea. <laughs> um no, I, I enjoyed that a lot. I found Jillian charming. I thought this was great. And this is like how you do a first night, I think, because it's like funny, it's memorable, but it's not over the top awkward. Yeah. And like he gets to eat a hot dog. Well, too. Yeah. well let me say, um, I think one of the things that it that this first night highlighted for me was just like Everybody was pleasant yes. and it was fine. Like yes. it didn't feel, I feel like one of the things that the producers have become, have convinced themselves of is like, we have to top ourselves with the drama on the first night. Right. And it just makes for a really unpleasant evening for the girls and for the viewer. Right. I actually really enjoyed just having like the own, the wackiest thing was that somebody's grilling hot dogs. Yeah. Great. There's a show. There's like, a show. They don't, they're not expected to come in and immediately like hate each other and be sobbing. Right. It's just well, like it was, I know we keep using the same word, but I'll come back to it. It was refreshing. Yeah. I put in my notes that it was positive and less toxic than current seasons. Yes. And even, you know, thinking about, um, like, I, don't, I mean, not to just shit all over Pete's season, but... But to shit all over Pete's season. It was a shitty season. season. But think about, like, Alexis showing up in the, like, dolphin shark costume. Sure. Like, we didn't get any of that this Yeah, this yeah just goofy and, antics. Or, like, David in the chicken suit. Right, right. Well, and the thing, too, that you have to realize that they eventually need to learn is, like... It actually gets boring when, like, the same thing happens over and over again of, like, this top-notch intensity. And the other thing that happens when you come in immediately and start with that is nobody, including the viewer, is going to connect with the girls as, like, actual people. Yes. So, like, you never feel like you know any of them. I didn't feel like I knew any of Peter's girls by the end of it. Right. Um, I felt like the most we got from Hannah Ann was at the After the Rose, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, so now here's the one big wrinkle in the whole thing was that they deliberately introduce an upsetting drama creating situation smack dab in the middle of this first night. Yeah. So they make everybody, they bring in like a medieval looking ballot box. box. (laughs) And one of the girls says, what's in the box? (laughs) What's in the box? What's in the box? And um, they have to vote the for the girl they want to go home each of you must write down the name of one woman the woman with the most votes will be leaving us tonight but they were all of them deceived yes (laughs) harrison tricked them (laughs) what a trickster it's like when he sneaks up on jason (laughs) (laughs) yeah because the woman they end up voting for megan Gets a rose. And she's like, how am I supposed to live here with all these girls hating me? I don't know, Megan. Like, that sounds like a drama-filled situation that's really going to be unpleasant for you and everybody else. Why would they do that? Um, Yeah, and they announced the top three. Right, yeah. So it's not even just Megan. Uh, Jackie and Erica also have to. Also uh, get uh, pretty close, have to sweat it out. Upon learning about what the box is, Jason says, quote, I don't feel great that they get to vote somebody (laughs) out of the party. No, of course not. This is supposed to be his journey Mm. to love, and they're just, like, blatantly monkeying around with it. Well, because one of the things that they talk about is, like, do you vote out someone that you think he would like? Because they would be a frontrunner. And some of the girls vote for Melissa for that very reason. Yeah. Also, we have to talk about the fact that when Harrison is explaining this, it's horribly overdubbed. Like, <laughs> yeah. visibly, it's, like, dubbed in later. It's like, 
look what's in the bar. Like, it's just, <laughs> like it just does, it's like the back of a shot of the back of his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Nikki gets the first impression rose. Mm-hmm. So that's the pageant girl. Right. He makes Lauren think she's going to get it. He's like, they talk for a long time. And he's like, sit right there. And then he comes back. Was like I don't even think it was a birthday cake. It was like some was sort of birthday, birthday treat. Yeah, <laughs> Julian like had a, some of these left over. Cut up birthday banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to mention by the way, Jason was a mustard guy. Oh, um, yes. If you guys aren't watching this um, at home, then I also we have to say without the commercials, man, you can blow right through these things on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, because they also cut down on some, but not all of the like. Coming up, or like, well, we fast forward. Yeah, you can fast that. forward through that, but like, not even having to fast forward through the commercials, it's great. All right, our girls that are left that we are moving forward in the season with are, and this might not mean anything to you, listener, but I'm going to say it anyway. Lauren, Carrie, Naomi, Natalie, Molly, Raquel, Stephanie from Huntsville, 34. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, Jillian, Shannon, Lisa, Sharon. And Erica. Going home are Dominique, Jackie, and Renee. Yeah, no one's surprised by the, them getting cut, except for Renee with her vision boards. Okay, so there's our first night's episode for Jason. It's like it's 2009 all over again. You and I are about to get married. Obama's just stepped into the White House. Yeah. Well, we need to look at, we need to give like a days. 2009 trivia every time. Like, what was the top of the charts? What was the... Like, biggest movie in the country at this time. Look up uh, Top Song 2009, January. Let's see. I'm going to look it up. Okay, okay, okay. You do it. You do it. Fun trivia 2009 facts. Let's hear it. How is this going to work? Are we asking the listener to. No, we'll just tell tell them what it is. Oh, Oh, okay. The leading men in hunks, Taylor Lautner, Channing Tatum, Hugh Laurie, a real hunk. Uh, Time Mag, oh, who is this? Time Magazine's Person of the Year, Ben Bernanke. He's a governor, he's the like Fed chair, is that right? Now I'm going to make a fool of myself. What a fool. Ben Bernanke, American economist, yeah, chair of the Federal Reserve. There you go. Person of the Year, yep. Everybody remembers him, Ben Bernanke. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, yeah, let's uh, we'll throw here. some trivia. No, here in you every- go. Okay. Most people can't even score four out of eight on this two thousand nine. Okay, okay, let's text. do it. Give me, ask me the questions. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Y'all okay. don't have anything to this do. This right? Yeah, you can listen to us take this whole okay. test. Which movie rocked the box office in two thousand nine? The Dark Knight, Harry Potter, and the Half Blood Prince, Inception, or Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Time? Okay, Inception is twenty ten, and Dark Knight is two thousand eight. So neither of those things. So, Would you like to phone a friend? <laughs> so uh, we've eliminated uh, maybe the Harry Potter one. Yeah, we got to go fast. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which chart-topping song was on the radio constantly? Right Round, Rude Boy, OMG, or California Girls? I'm going to guess Right Round. Dang, you got it right. Boom. All right. Which album did not come out in 2009? Okay. The Blueprint. The Blueprint 3. The Blueprint 3. <laughs> the the End. Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas, yeah. The Fame Monster or Fearless. Ooh, boy. Um, if this is did not come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Lady Gaga. Okay. Go for but it. But I don't know. I what don't, do you think? I don't know. Dang oh, it. Fearless. Right, we we'll should have known that. More. Our daughter uh, listens to nothing but Taylor Swift. Uh, that's a boring question. Okay. All right. What news event did not happen in 2009? Barack Obama was sworn in as the 44th U.S. president. A U.S. Airways flight crash landed into the Hudson River. Michael Jackson died at age 50 or the Deepwater Horizon oil spill became the largest environmental disaster in U.S. history. I believe deep. I feel like deep water was later. I feel like that was 2010. All right. Yeah, that's let's what guess I think that too. One. I think that was yeah. later. Boom. Yes. All right, three out of four. That's pretty good. The listener really enjoyed this. <laughs> For those of you who played along at home. All right, so um, yeah, so this will come out kind of sporadically. It will not come out like every Tuesday. 
or whatever day it is Doing right it now. when we feel yeah, like it. Don't rush us. We're under a lot of stress these days. We know you are too, but we're glad to be back with you. We hope everybody is healthy. Social distance yourselves. Wash your hands. Listen to us. And uh, let's all pretend that we live in a, a better time in 2009. Your best friend Harry has a brother Larry. In five days from now, he's going to marry. He's hoping you can make it there if you can. Because in the ceremony, you'll be the best man. You say neato, check your libido. And roll to the church in your new tuxedo. The bride walks down just to start the wedding. And there's one more girl you won't be. So you start thinking, then you start thinking. A bride made looks and thinks that you're winking. She thinks you're kind of cute, so she wings back. And now you're feeling really firm, because the girl is stacked. Receptions jumping, bases pumping. Look at the girl, and your heart starts stumping. Says she want to dance to a different groove. Now you don't want to do, she bust the move. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.